in the footsteps of Jesus from down under. This is Nick Krita, your host. Welcome to the program. I'm very happy to be able to connect with you and uh, thank you for uh, tuning in with us. It's always a privilege to be on this program because this features your story, your testimony, your walk with Jesus. And if you like to be part of this program, don't hesitate to give us a call. As we give you the number uh, at the beginning and the end, I'll also give it right now if you want to give us a call or send us an SMS, 0401-305-077. Or you can write an email to eonkrita.yahoo.com. It's my privilege today to welcome Sky. Good to have you with us on uh, Faith FM in the footsteps of Jesus. Thank you so much, Nick. And thank you for um, extending the invitation to myself. Um, yeah, I'm just very humbled to, to be part of this. Now, uh, because we are doing this uh, remotely, you know, you are coming with us uh, via Zoom from uh, Wollongong. And we may have probably some uh, issues, you know, sometime with the sound, but we'll, we'll, we'll pray to God that this will go smoothly. Now, just tell me a little bit of your background, Sky. Uh, were you born there in, uh, in Wollongong or uh, you just lived there for this period of time? Tell us a little bit of your background. Where do you grow up, some of your family, siblings? Um, yeah, I was born in Wollongong and um, grew up here and moved out of the area when I was older for about eight years. I moved back about five or six years ago, but all of my schooling was down here and first job and um, got one younger sister and um, we're a very small family, but one great aunt in Trull. Now, Sky, I'm talking to you uh, today to hear a bit of your story, a, bi- a bit of your walk with Jesus. Now, are you a Christian uh, all your life? Uh, can you share with us a little bit of uh, your journey? Yeah, uh, so my sister and I used to get taken by neighbours of ours up the road to their church to Sunday school every Sunday morning. And sometimes a Sunday evening there'd be a supper, mm-hmm. um, like fellowship and supper. Um, so that was pretty much the start of the journey, I think, for myself. Um, and over the years I would go to, you know, Friday afternoon, evening youth groups and things like that. Um, so I guess the search was always there to a small degree. Um, and then when I was older, I dedicated my life, my heart to the Lord and I didn't really stick with it for as, mm. as seriously. But then when I was in my, I think, late 20s, I think, um, I went back to Jesus mid to late 20s and just started I just said, Lord, help me to just find you again. And I would pray because I knew I wasn't there yet, but I wanted to be, um, having more of a relationship with him. Um, so I was in Western Sydney and going to a small church there. And then I moved back down here to Wollongong and was going to a couple of churches for a few years, just trying to find, I guess, my way like in terms of having a stronger relationship with him. And wasn't exactly... I mean, like I know you've got to do your own Bible study and things and research, but I still felt like I wasn't getting anywhere. I wasn't. I didn't feel like I was getting fed enough. And funny, the funny thing is, one of my clients in the job that I do, she um, is a seven day Adventist, so she had a friend with her, and she'd always say, "Oh, happy Sabbath," and I'd think, 
I wonder what that's about. Because on her wall, she, on her wall, she would have photo frames of Psalms. Mm-hmm. I think, okay, that's interesting. And we could always have these conversations around Christianity and things. And then, then like when I'd heard this radio station, and I'd got something in the mailbox. Um, it was it was only a few days apart, and then I thought, okay, I'm going to keep this station in. And then it was after a while, you know, a few days of listening, and then oh, one of the Preachers mentioned Seven Day Adventists. I thought, okay. So, you know, the wheels are starting to, the cogs are starting to turn a little bit. And then I was praying to the Lord and, Lord, please show me what's the right thing to do here and doing some research and then um, just decided to take the plunge and take my son to our first um, service in the Wollongong Seven Day Adventist Church and haven't looked back. All right. Oh, and we are so happy to hear that um, through our uh, radio station, you were able to connect with the Seventh-day Adventist family. And uh, that's uh, very yeah um, important for us to hear that what we're doing here uh, makes an impact on uh, on people. And uh, yeah, that's very important. Thank you so much for sharing uh, sharing that. And then now you are um, a faithful listener also to Faith FM. And uh, you may never thought that uh, you'll be able to come with us um, and share a bit of your uh, journey. But here you are live with us on Faith FM. Now, Sky, if you if you could just take us a little bit uh, further as you come uh, to worship with the Seventh Day Adventist. Uh, Church, how that uh, help you in your uh, uh, spiritual walk with Jesus? I think um, for me, when you take the plunge and you walk into a church, and the one that we happened to walk into was one of the few that has its own Bible study series before the divine service, mm-hmm. um, which actually it's it sort of broken down in a way that is really easy to understand. And you focus on Daniel and Revelation, but you have other parts that our Bible study teacher would, you know, interweave back to the Bible. And I would sit there and say, well, I've been wondering about this and I've been wondering about that. Can you explain this to me? And, you know, the greatest comfort was knowing that it wasn't when, when he's looking something up, you know that it is the Bible. It's not some other church's Bible that they've made up. Mm-hmm. It's the Word of God and it is unaltered. So to me, I thought, great. I, that was a confirmation to me that it wasn't some man-made sort of ideas interwoven into the Bible. And and just listening to the radio station, actually, you know it's not filled with a lot of ads and secular music. You know that what you're listening to is, is what you need to hear. And the amount of times um, I've been thinking about a subject and within two days, for example, so they'd be talking about it. And I'm like, okay, thank you, Lord. So, so you would get your thoughts. You'd get these questions answered. So I think just changes like that, and to be honest, being a single parent, um, finding that acceptance has is um, – we've been accepted in other churches to a degree, but mm-hmm. there's always those hidden little groups, I suppose, that you, you will sort of always remain on the outside. But when you go into a seven-day vendors church – you can see the difference. Like people are who they are, whether mm. it's a Saturday or a Sunday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And people are there, like what have I experienced? They just want the best for you and they want to see you grow in your spiritual walk. It's, and that's what I find really down to earth and a comfort because we really need that. We need to be able to express that to others. So mm. and just to see my son flourish with the pastor's son straight away and they just 
took off and I thought, okay, well, my son's obviously comfortable here. So, <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah that, you, you said something very important that um, you could feel the leading of the Holy Spirit. Uh, as you just said, you're thinking of certain things, you know, uh, from the Bible, and then you could hear that. On Faith FM radio, or you may go to church and hear uh, similar things. And that's amazing, you know, because that's actually the journey, the walk with God. God will say, say to us, you know, just test me, test me mm-hmm. and uh, see if I will not, uh, you know, answer and open the windows of heaven. Um, hey, uh, Sky, now you are going to church for, uh, with Seven Adventist Church for about a year or more? Yeah. 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 And months, yep. All right. Now, uh, what I would like you to share with us, um, uh, if you can, mm-hmm. because we talked over the phone after a program which we broadcast uh, for the whole week. We had a topic about um, religion and violence. Yes. And uh, you contacted us and uh, you said that that was a very important topic for you because yourself you've been uh, through some experiences uh, of um, you know uh, hardship you know violence and uh, Mm -hmm. all those things Um, and I would like to come uh, to that page a little bit if I can with you now tell me about uh, about that why was appealing to you that program particularly What, what was why was important that program and you contacted us to be honest, when I when I saw it on Facebook and I saw the image, immediately my mind went to seeing the words family violence. Mm-hmm. And, and I know, you know, back in the Old Testament, it, it was, I guess, more covered around a lot of the physical ba- battles and the, war, the wars that went on. But I think today what we're facing is very much a spiritual war, a spiritual battle that is not so graphically seen in... When you're, when you're thinking about, when you're reading the Bible and you're reading all the wars that happen and the battles, um, but the enemy is still the same. Yeah. So I, I didn't go through any physical violence in my life, but unfortunately I've endured a lot of mental, um, what they call family violence. So mm-hmm. important to me to, to raise that because I think if we're around somebody or we have our sort of suspicions, Somebody um, that we may know, and especially, you know, it does happen in the church and it can happen in any church. Um, we're all human. Um, I think it was important for me, I guess, to sort of raise that awareness and how do we come alongside somebody without um, potentially making it worse for them um, and just letting them, know, letting them know that they are loved and they are not judged mm. because I have been in that situation. And so I guess, yeah, how do we, how do we still make sure that people know that they're cared for and they're loved if they don't feel safe when they go home? And what are, what, what are people looking at? Because family violence is not just a physical thing. It is all encompassing. It is financial. It is verbal abuse. It is put downs. It is, um, you know, the devil works so hard. Yeah. To try and to split people. Yeah. You said something uh, interesting, uh, here, Sky. Yeah. You mentioned the fact that people are thinking when we, we mention the word violence, you're thinking of uh, physical abuse, you know, and, uh, uh, but it's not, uh, that in many, many, uh, homes, as you just said, but can have a verbal, uh, um, 
violence and all all those things yeah that mm-hmm. I, I thought that was very important to to mention and that's obviously your uh, your experience and you are worried that uh, many people may go through this and um, because they there is not a physical uh, you know uh, uh, per such violence, you know, you're thinking, oh, I have to cope with this. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's that's the tactic. And that's what I think the enemy uses because our mind is trained to see what we see on the media as being physical. Um, but the mental the mental abuse is, you know, the, the side comments, the just the little things that you don't ever think anything of, but you see it's all intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my situation, I married someone that didn't believe and it, the hardest thing for me to understand was what this person was doing was intentional. But when it got to a point when I actually started studying counselling in a Christian um, campus and I walked in there saying, Lord, I'm going to help other people. And, you know, after the first the first day we had to do our triads practising, I was actually crying because you start to see that the Lord has completely different ideas to what you do. Mm-hmm. He was actually trying to train me to see how he sees me. So as as my marriage to a physical person was starting to deteriorate, my relationship with God could only blossom and thrive if I was prepared to let this marriage go because that's what I had to do. So I, I think it comes to a point where you've got to, if you start to see that that's what's happening and if this person is in some way trying to, I guess, keep you from having a relationship with God, it, it, sooner or later it becomes clearer that the, and the Holy Spirit will show you things in a gentle way. He had actually revealed things to me that I knew I wasn't supposed to see. Mm-hmm. And so that was another confirmation that God, and God will build you up to a point where you actually get that strength. But I really want to help young ladies and, and women out there to say that, you need to put God first because he will be your end all and your be all and he will actually build you up with that confidence so you can make the right choices. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I hadn't had that, I think if I hadn't had that self, self-esteem self and like confidence issues, you know what I mean? You make those choices out of fear and fear is so destroying um, that you you think, oh, well, I should stay with this person and stick it out. It's an investment. I can cope. I can handle things, but... You know, a lot of things encompass all of, all of that. And for me, it was very important to break that, that chain of abuse because I've got a son and I don't want him thinking that this is normal. Yeah. Abnormal behavior is acceptable and allowable just because someone doesn't lay a hand on you, male or female. Um, because studies show that actually men are trying, I men are seeking treatment just as much as women are mm-hmm. from abusive relationships. So, yeah, God really just opens your eyes to how he sees you. And and I think it's important to just sometimes um, really let him do that. Yeah. So now, you can be be there for yeah, do what he wants you to do. Yeah. I, again, um, you point out to something very important um, uh, that we need to look uh, for help and support. Uh, now, all the... Counseling and all the things are very important necessarily, but how much more important is to get to know God, to ask Him to help you? And you mentioned this because I can see you are growing in your spiritual walk with God. And I understand that uh, your um, ex-partner, uh, he was not necessarily interested in uh, in spiritual uh, 
part, you know, with knowing God. And that makes it harder also. Yeah, I, I like that point that uh, you encourage um, people and the ladies and young ladies, if they're going through, uh, to really talk to God uh, and um, uh, ask about the decisions mm-hmm. they are thinking of to make, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. That, that, I thought, I thought that was very important. Um, Sky, I would like to just uh, take a short break here, play a song, and, uh, you like this song, It Is Well With My Soul. I believe this one helped you during the critical times, you know, when you had to make decisions. But right now I can see that you, you, you are more at peace with yourself and with God. Let's play this song and we'll be back, uh, shortly. Stay with us, please. When peace like a river attendeth my way When sorrows like sea billows
welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM in the footsteps of Jesus. And my guest is Sky from Wulangong. And good to have you with us uh, today, Sky. We are uh, talking in uh, just before the break about uh, your experience uh, with uh, violence in family. And particularly you are pointing out that uh, violence doesn't need um, to be physical. Um, there are many other aspects of violence and you were talking about uh, uh, how important it is to make decisions to break mm-hmm. that chain of uh, violence in a relationship. Um, and you were talking about mentally, um, people uh, try to control uh, and particularly through, through words and yeah take us through a little bit more in uh, in what you learn from that i mean you like to help other people also going into similar situation yeah um i guess as time moves forward and the more that you reflect and recognize things and god sort of puts those little pieces of the part of the puzzle together you begin to sort of realize the importance of saying no Notice somebody else and yes to you and yes to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so for me, um, I actually in the beginning thought, well, if I leave this person, I'm also responsible for the breakdown of the marriage. But you see, even that is a lie because if two people love each other and love, love God, they'll want to make it work. Um, but if someone, I, my, <laughs> what I experienced, if somebody is going to, repeatedly do the wrong thing, the trust is broken. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I, and I started to see, well, actually, they have made the choice to destroy the marriage by their lies and abuse and addictions and, you know, the list goes on of, of things that they would do that you wouldn't do to someone else. But also, if you put God first, you are not going to, I think, go out of your way to make, you're not going to be, if you're going to be tempted to make those decisions, you're actually going to think twice and, well, hang on, this is not only going to destroy my relationship with God, it's going to destroy the relationship with myself and those around me that I love. But unfortunately I did make, you know, the wrong wrong, um, marriage partner choice. Um, But what I've learned is that it's a new day and that God loves you uncontinuously um, and that he loves me more than seeing me stay in a unhappy, abusive marriage. Um, because he doesn't want that for us. I don't think he wants that for any of his children to keep, to keep suffering. I mean, I don't think he died on the cross to just see us um, not being able to even worship him freely and peacefully and spend time with him if we're worried about um, what's going behind yeah. our behind our backs. So, yeah, the cycle of, of the abuse, um, unfortunately, had has gone through my family from previous generations, but... Mm. Um, this is where the buck stops here with myself. Yep. So I, 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 I have a choice. Can I just uh, interrupt you a little bit there? You again, you brought up a very important point in terms mm-hmm. of uh, choice. Now yeah. you said yourself that you you made the wrong choice in uh, in marriage. Uh, how important is to take this um, very seriously? And uh, mm. be assured that the choice yeah. you make is, yeah, it's a right choice. I mean, uh, would you have a bit of experience now to share with the other people who are looking forward to going through a relationship? Um, what I'd say is 
looking back, what I'd say is look at your look at your self-esteem and look at your self-confidence. And if you know that you have a undistorted view of yourself, that is very important. I had a very distorted view of myself. Um, that's something I'm still asking the Lord to help me work on. Mm-hmm. Um, it, because when you've got those bad thoughts in your head, it helps you to make bad choices. So from my experience, I can definitely say, if you're finding yourself saying things like it's okay and I can handle it and oh, well, they love me anyway and I'm sure they don't know what they're doing and, and basically enabling them and making excuses, um, I, I would probably encourage that person to have um, a real heart-to-heart with God and say, Lord, please help me to, to see what's going on here and Holy Spirit guide me mm. because, um, you know what, I'd much rather have my heart broken then before I <laughs> said yes. Um, because you know what, once you, once you get married and I think as a committed Christian, um, you, you are committed you, in your head and your heart. I think you're committed for life. Like I was committed to say once, I didn't think that I would be getting divorced yeah. a year and a half later and having a 30 year old son, um, to be the care. So, you know, you don't want to be stuck with all those complications and mm. and the devil the devil's working over time to make you think that nobody else is gonna love you, but actually the Bible says that Jesus is our husband and we are the bro- we are the bridegroom. So mm. really, um we have to look at what he says first. Yes. Now uh, thank you for uh, for that and you know you're you are very courageous, you know, to speak about that. Uh, many people, they, uh, they don't want to talk about uh, their uh, difficult uh, side of life, particularly when you talk about violence, uh, because you don't want to open up and let other people know what you're going through. I think that was very courageous from you, Sky, to share with us and to help other people listening there that they may not choose the same, you know, like, but, but to be, to be assured that yeah. whatever the direction they take, uh, God is helping them, is leading them. Mm-hmm. And I know many of us th- m- made wrong choices mm-hmm. in life, but uh, we are also very comforted by, by God that if we are turning to God, He will help us to fix a uh, lot of the, the things in our life. Is really revealed. Now you're breaking down a little bit. Unfortunately, you're breaking down a little bit uh, with, uh, and that was one of the things which we were a bit worried about uh, uh, this um, talk together over Zoom. Uh, But um, we may try to see what we can uh, get out of here. Uh, Yeah, just uh, just before we finish uh, today, Sky, because we may need to come back and talk to you another time about those uh, aspects of uh, how to handle um, violence and the types of violence where we can go through. Uh, what would you like to say in just in few words uh, to, to our listeners? Um, just don't, don't feel guilty. Don't feel ashamed. Don't think that you're not loved because you are. Um, please don't ever think that what you may have done or, or thinking about it is too late. You're not too late. You're not, you can't come back from it, just pray and ask the Lord to help you and guide you and ask the Holy Spirit to really guide you because I can tell you those were the moments that I felt the closest to him and they're the moments that I had the most peace 
within the turmoil because like you've got no one else to cling to. Mm, beautiful. Thank you very much, uh, Sky, for sharing with us today. And I know that you you need to go to pick up your uh, son. Uh, and looking forward for you, you to share to share with us again. Until then, uh, keep safe and uh, God uh, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Sky. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon. God bless. Thanks, Nick.